The following is a Summer Joy Podcast Network production. Yeah, that's right. It is time for another Summer Joy Podcast. That's right. Come on in, sit down, and as I say around here, set a spell. It's time for another Summer Joy Podcast. Yeah, it's been a little bit since we've last done this, but that is because a lot of great things are coming your way, and we just had to take care of that because. Uh, well, our our trained. It was just a tragic one. It, yes, it just our trained uh, little baboons. They just they burned everything to the ground and left us with nothing. But yes, uh, so now we're back and we're going to be sitting and talking for a little bit here. And of course, Gamescom 2019 happened, where a lot of new trailers and other stuff happened. So we're going to jump straight into that. If you all don't mind. It is a rainy day here as we are recording this edition, and like I said, first and foremost with Gamescom 2019 Roundup, uh, it happened around August 21st, of course, and started, like I said, Monday during that time, and of course you got Google with Stadia, announced a bunch of different things, along with some new Call of Duty Modern Warfare Alpha test, uh, some stuff for the PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and of course PC. And uh, so Google and Xbox uh, hosted a Stadia Connect presentation, which delivered the promise of brand new trailers and behind the scenes chat with partners and developers. Uh, and they gave an inside look, of course, at some gameplay about a bunch of different things with it. And Nintendo's Gamecom uh, showcase uh, talked about, of course, it was started August 19th. They talked about a bunch of different stuff with their recap and a bunch of different things. But the things we're going to, of course, focus on is that we got a Mortal Kombat full DLC roster reveal. It looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, talking about that's coming in there is Shang Tsung is out now. Nightwolf is out now. Is going to be in it. The Terminator is coming October 8th. 2019. Of course, you guys, Sindel is coming November 26, 2019. The Joker will come January 28th, 2020. We'll come back to him. Mm-hmm. And one of my all-time favorites, Spawn, is coming March 17th, 2020. Now, the Joker, all of them look amazing, but the Joker has a little to be desired for me. <laughs> I mean, he looks like some high school kid uh, like who's basically or a young adult cosplaying as the Joker. Who got, like, either lost some weight in his face or he got some Botox in his face because it yeah. is pudgy as hell. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's covered uh, separately from these characters in the combat pack. Shai Khan is also available as a DLC fighter in Mortal Kombat 11, and he was available uh, previously as a pre-order bonus. I mean, if you just, like... Because Mortal Kombat of... You know, what I've seen and of just the trailer of Terminator specifically... It literally looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in front of your face, like, live. It does not look fake at all, but it's like the Joker. It's like, okay, who... I know maybe they wanted to make their own type of look of a Joker, but who the heck did you copy off of or mesh together? Because he looks terrifying, but not in a bad way. He looks terrifying, like, God, what's wrong with you, way? 
Yeah, the Terminator is, of course, the older from the upcoming Terminator movie, uh, Arnold. And, of course, it will not be voiced by Arnold because he's never really voiced the characters inside of, like, video games and stuff like that. He doesn't need to talk much, does he? Well, it's not just that. It's the fact that you, you, it costs a lot of money to you know a good chunk of change to get Arnold to most yeah. likely do it. But, yeah, that's a lot of people were talking about. They were pissed off about Um like I said, Insomniac sends a message to fans following the Sony acquisition um, of, you know, as something against the announcement that Sony Interactive Entertainment has purchased the developer, uh, which created the Spider-Man game. And uh, the Spyro, Ratchet Clank, and Resist franchise have all been exclusive to PlayStation consoles, including last year's Marvel Spider-Man. And uh, the Sunset uh, only outlier, outlier is Sunset Overdrive and Xbox One exclusive from 2014. Uh, the, they was quoted as saying, The decision to join forces with Sony extends far beyond familiarity. The Mexican Art Studio vision is to create experiences that have a positive and lasting impact on people's lives. As we look ahead to our future, we know that joining the... Uh, family gives us the best opportunities to fully achieve that vision as much on a much larger scale. Further, we believe that Sony shares a similar vision to positively impact players' lives, their employees' lives, and the games industry at large. So, Insomniac Game, like I said, who developed the Spider-Man, but also you know Ratchet and Clank, which I like, um, and the Spiral franchise is now officially a Sony uh, interactive. Uh, entertain, interactive entertainment property. So Spider-Man is definitely that game going to forever. Stay. Yeah, well, it was already going to, but yeah. Um, but now another news is that Microsoft has a new Age of Empire studio, but it won't develop the games. Uh, our role at Microsoft is to enable these great developers to uh, to make Age products. What that means is that uh, during E3 2019, earlier this year, Microsoft announced that it had acquired Brutal Legend and Circonaut Studio Double Fine and created another brand new studio and to focus on developing the Age of Empires franchise. As it turns out that the latter newly formed studio isn't directly making games and is actually more of a production outfit overseeing other studios work on the Age of Empires franchise. The new as yet unnamed Microsoft Studio helmed by veteran producer and former Xbox Game Studio General Manager Shannon Loftus will have a responsibility to ensure Age of Empire games from other studios are going in the right direction. That's according to Microsoft Creative Director Adam Esgreen who spoke with PC Game Insider biz. So, does that mean they oversee everything that is being done? Yeah, by yeah, are? yeah, by other studios and stuff because they're getting other studios involved. Okay. Because, like I said before on the E3 podcast uh, that we talked about, I absolutely love uh, Age of Empires because it is. It's one of the like best like open world type of game where yes you can also follow a story but you also can go in and create your own uh, basically like a, a Minecraft sandbox mode where you can actually go in and create your own uh, basically world of you know feudal age Iron Age you know I take it that's Dark Age. I think that was probably one of the first, wasn't it? I don't know for sure, but yeah, it's like it's one of the biggest ones, and like a lot of people give it crap because like it does delve in history. Like there's one um, that we a character you had to go and protect Joan of Arc and follow her on her journey, and then that journey ended up her burning on the stake. And you don't really see it; she basically turns to like a puff of smoke, basically. Yeah. But you really start to feel for you know the 
character, well, not the character, but Joan of Arc, because you do go on this travel and you have to watch out for Highwaymen and stuff like that. Like, you follow along and you really start to feel for her journey and stuff. And it makes you, uh, to me, I guess, personally, because I love history, it makes you feel for, I say that a lot, but it makes you fall, I guess, they fall in love more with, like, the woman herself mm-hmm. because you're following along with it. And she doesn't really talk much or anything like that. It's not like, oh, you, you're just falling in love with the character version of her. No, because you're tasked to protect her and stuff. And then, of course, I go in and use some cheats. And I basically uh, created these uh, cars that they actually, you know, they shoot yeah. uh, bullets and stuff. So I used that to protect her. But hey. But yeah, so, and the quote goes on and says, we do have... We do have an internal team, but we're really provi- uh, providing oversight to our wonderful development partners. Our team at Forgotten Empires that made Age of Empires Definitive Edition and is working on Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. But we also have a group in Australia, Tantalus Media, that's working on Age of Empires 3. Oh. Uh, as Green explained, we have Relic up in Vancouver, but they're also helping each other out with all the games, too. Our role at Microsoft is to enable these great developers to make age products and to be the overseers and the ones making sure that we're on message and on brand for del- uh, delivering what we believe to be great Age of Empires experiences. They're accessible for all ages, and you may learn something about history, like I said, mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of approach, a game that's accessible, that is really meant for a large audience across the world. We have a wonderful user base from all across the globe that plays Age of Empires games every month, and we want to make sure we can bring everybody in, not just from specific cultures. Microsoft announced the remasters for Age of Empires 2 and 3 back in 2017, along with the Relic-developed Age of Empires, uh, the first new entry in the series in 14 years. Last week saw Age of Empires Fan Edition a surprise launch for Xbox Game Pass and PC during Gamescom. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is set to launch on November 14th on PC with crossplay across Windows 10 and Steam. That is awesome. I know you can't wait to get your hands on that. I'm just going to be all over it. <laughs> because, yeah, I really want to be all, uh, all up in that and around that and everywhere I can possibly be. Um, because I love Age of Empires. Like I said, that was my game, one of them that I played back in the day. But I'm very interested to see it because yeah. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. I played I Spy and like puppy games on the PC when I was little, okay? You just make me not only feel really old, <laughs> and, but also like sad for you because I didn't play many. I loved my spy games. You didn't even see Toy Story. Nope. Like your childhood is just messed up. Uh, like I, I just want to like. I see Mulan though. <laughs> good for you. I just want to like slap <laughs> your parents across the face for like your whatever. <laughs> Lord be with us. Anyway, so. Um, but right now, I want to take a turn, something more serious, and have this discussion here because I feel like it's only fitting here on the Summer Droid podcast. On August 3rd, 2019, a mass shooting occurred at a Walmart store in El Paso, Texas, in the United States. On the morning, uh, the gunman shot and killed 22 people and injured 24 others. And when that happened, um, like I said, our all of our thoughts, whatever you want to do, goes out to all the victims' families and everybody surrounding it, of course. And 
I did not want to discuss it on a podcast or even do a podcast until it's been enough time because I'm not making anything from it. Brittany's not making anything from it. None of us are at, you know, Somber Droid uh, Company or anything like that. But I wanted to talk, I have to talk about it. We have to talk about it to discuss what I want to say. Yeah. And that is the current president of the United States, Donald Trump, and the lieutenant governor of Texas and the Republican House minority leader all do and said the same thing that people forget that we have heard for so many years. And that is blaming forms of entertainment, such as video games, music, and etc. The quote from the president said, We must stop the glorification of violence in our society. He said it in a White House address on the shootings. And he continued and said, this includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. Along with that, Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor of Texas, and Kevin McCarthy, the Republican House Minority Leader, in an appearance on Fox and Friends, said, uh, Mr. Patrick implored the federal government to do something about the video games industry. You listen... Kevin McCarthy and Republican House Minority Leader uh, and Mr. Patrick, uh, the fact is there are so many ways you are wrong, ignorant, and blind, and purposely playing stupid because 20 years ago, in 1999, Following the massacre at Columbine, one common view was that the violent actions perpetrated by the two shooters, Eric Harris and Dylan, were due to violent influences in entertainment. That was what the biggest controversy that was spawned from that. And including the music they pointed and blamed was Marilyn Manson. For many, many years... We have had horror in the horror genre, from Bram Stoker's Dracula to Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. You may look at those now as not horror or scare tactics, but back in the day when they first premiered, they terrified people. But now as life has gone on, we have seen more and more commonplace stuff, such as shootings and and different things of that nature, that does bring horror and makes us sadly and ridiculously numb to movies such as the classic Dracula with Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff's Frankenstein and the Mummy and etc. And that is sad and it is depressing when you think about it. We have become so numb to these different things because life is such more horror. And because life is such more horror and horrific, people with many forms of PTSD, depression, or whatever, and just everyday men and women decide we want an escape. And to escape, and that you have people who are wheelchair-bound 
and kids who can barely even move their hands or cannot even move their hands decide to reach in to a world where they can be able to run, jump, skip, play, do whatever with their friends because they can't do it outside. Such as the movie from Robert Rodriguez, uh, you know, this is not a place to make fun or say how bad or good the movie is, but Spy Kids 3, when it first came out, I seen it in theaters, and there's a scene where the character, Junie, his grandfather, uh, which is played by, you know, wonderful actor, Ricardo Montalban, Robert Rodriguez, the director, gave him, I don't know if it was intentional or not, gave him the ability with technology inside the film, which is them inside of a video game, the ability to be stronger, taller, and be able to stand, walk, jump, and run, and fight. And to me, I look at that now with everyone today as that that is the ability you have within video games to be able to do things you normally can't in real life. And with that, there are so many people who are like President Trump's age or these others who ever since, like I said, 1999 in April and following, that they want to point blame on things that are not the issue. I don't care what your stance is on guns, drugs, alcohol, whatever. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I am not anything except realistic. And realistic, and what I mean by that is my statement is I'm not a political person whatsoever, except for things that affects my family, me, and those I care about around, and including my fans, Britney's fans. And that is, you target an industry that has not done one thing to cause the shootings. That is the person themselves. Yes, people can be influenced. Everybody can be influenced by something, but 99% of the time, people are influenced to the good. You need to look at what this person's influence was. According to reports, his biggest influence was the president. I don't care what the bad or the good or anything. I am not on the line of anything. I am not taking a stance on anything but the truth, and that is video games are not to blame. Music is not to blame. Entertainment is not to blame. Books fiction-wise, are not to blame. The fact of the matter is, we need to stop pointing blame at things that you know just makes no sense whatsoever. What if this this gentleman, according to multiple reports, he worked at Chipotle. So I guess Chipotle's to blame because he worked there. They're not to blame. They're, they're burritos or whatever do not pick up a weapon and go and shoot and kill somebody. The fact remains is it is ridiculous and it needs to stop. In today's society, we do not go out and and just go to work, come home, and lay in bed waiting to go to sleep or die. 
entertainment is here for an escape and also for us to come together, to laugh, to cry, to think, and to feel something. Because a lot of people are alone. That is true. A lot of people are single and live alone with their pet or whatever. But also to go along with that, a lot of people are trending on Twitter after this. We're going around and talking about people who play video games that they're just wasting their life and their time. And that they should go to the gym and hashtag gym life. Gym is a waste of time as well, if you think about it. There are people out there like my godmother. She is completely skinnier than anything due to the fact that she literally just cannot gain weight. So in doing so, going to the gym for her would be a waste of time. What if someone who's already fit and stuff? It is a waste of time to a lot of people that it's just it does not work for them. Just like going to church is a waste of time for a lot of people. Going to community meetings such as the Chamber of Commerce meeting or anything like that is a waste of time to a lot of people because they just don't care. So don't go around and say, because the gym works great for a lot of people. That is your entertainment. Going to church, it works great for a lot of people. That is their entertainment. So don't sit there and blame the video game industry for a mass murder or shooting or for it to be a waste of time because everybody has something that entertains them. And the real issue that surrounds the shooting is there. We need to point, look at it, and come together and solve it and put a stop to these merciless, ridiculous, and sickening sickening killings and not point blame on something and hide our head in the sand and not focus on what the real issue is. That's my stance on it. You literally said everything, like, perfectly. Only thing I can add to that is you can't blame anything except the individual. And you're right, people take easy ways out of pointing fingers. But it is the person, their own self. That's all you can blame. So on that note... um we are going to leave you here for this edition of Summer Droid Podcast. Um, like I said, I really wanted to focus in on that because it had to be said and I didn't want to do it, you know, right away or anything like that for anyone to think that, you know, just using the headlines or whatever. So now since it's calmed down, I wanted to, you know, make address to that because that is the truth. You know, like you said, which is a great point, you know, it's the individual themselves and, you know, not whatever was handed to them in the sense of video games or whatever else. So that'll do it for this edition of Summer Droid Podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. And until next time, I am Matthew Boy Droid Sparks. Along with me is the queen, the icon, the legendary spud among spuds. <laughs> Brittany Sparks, Summer Spaz. That's right. So until next time, we're going to de-res... And go AFK. See you later. This audio cast is copyrighted by Summer Droid Company. All rights are reserved.